Welcome to the Midwest Medium Podcast. I'm your host, June Hessler. This podcast focuses on the positive side of the paranormal and the supernatural. So join me as we dive into what most would describe as the unseen and the unknown. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Midwest Medium Podcast. I'm your host, June Hessler. And as you know, with this podcast, I've been very fortunate to have really great guests. And today we have very special guest, Oracle Marine. You have heard me mention her on the podcast several times. She is a great blessing in my life. And I'm so grateful that she's here today. And I'd like to introduce you to Oracle Marine. Oracle Marine, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, June. Thank you so much for the lovely introduction. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. So I wanted to start off our conversation by asking you to share with everyone really your story, which I know is a really loaded question, but what brought you to where you are today as, as, as an Oracle? Okay. You know, it's a really, it's it's a long question. So I'm going to try to condense it here. Yeah. If you go to my website, I talk a little bit about it. Um, unlike most people on earth, I, I wasn't seeking spiritual development classes. I wasn't um, even highly on a spiritual path in terms of reading books or um, seeking it out. I had what's called... Kuan Yin said a miraculous experience. I had divine intervention where one night in the middle of the night, 2 a.m., I saw the apparition of a spirit guide who announced himself as spirit guide. And then very soon afterwards, he announced his name, Stephen. And in a two-month period, I received, I believe it was eight spirit guides my father who's on the other side one of my guardian angels and they stood by the side of my bed throughout the entire night it was extraordinary extraordinary I saw them with my physical eyes yes I was completely blown away yes I was very overwhelmed and yes I was very confused immediately to handle the feelings of anxiety and confusion, they started to telepathically communicate to me and show me visions of myself as a child and brought back memories. I now know the term is they were giving me what's called, God has told me the phrase, they were giving me what's called gifts of clarity by taking away levels of amnesia from me. They were showing me that throughout my childhood And actually most of my teenage years, I did have full clarity that I was an advanced channeler. I was a guide working here on earth, part of a specific group of guides and angels. But at that point, I was 36. I had dimmed that memory so much and was so traditional that it was something that they had to keep giving me back the memories, the gifts of clarity. And in that two month period, they slowly did it. Long story short, two months um, when that process went on, 
messages from them continued to become more detailed and more evolved. I was blown away by the level of love I felt from them, which then made me feel like I could trust them and put my walls of defensiveness down and feel more safe with them. When I saw the guardian angel towards, I think it was the second to last night of that experience, I woke up and I saw pure white light all over my nightstand and I was completely amazed. I looked up and there was this huge angel right next to the nightstand and one of her wings was lit up with the white light and that was what was cascading white light all over the nightstand and then on me and she announced herself as my guardian angel. At that point, I finally surrendered and I was in so much complete amazement. The next night I saw one more guide and I didn't know who she was at that point. It took me two years to be allowed to find out that that last guide was Kuan Yin. When that experience ended and I stopped seeing them with what's called my physical eyes, they continued to communicate to me through all of my psychic channels, my psychic abilities. They were telling me that they were calling upon me to work for them, that I was part of their collective group and that I was assigned to work on earth right now in an earthly incarnation and that I had passed lessons and tests and initiations and proven myself and that the day had come where they were calling upon me to work for them. I didn't accept that easily or graciously. Mm -hmm. I fought it. When I fought it, they unfortunately had to send me negative experiences of earthbound ghosts. The earthbound ghosts, unfortunately, did infiltrate me, bother me, bother my daughters. When that happened, I ultimately reached out to somebody who was spiritually gifted and like me, had spiritual gifts, was a messenger, knew how to clear negative entities out of spaces. When she walked into my house that very first moment before she even did the investigation, she looked at me and said, before I even got here in meditation, your guides had already communicated to me that you're just like me. You're a messenger. You're here to work using spiritual gifts. You made it difficult. For yourself and for them to go forward using your gifts to help people here on earth and to help them so they did this to put you in a state of fear to motivate you to go and learn how to open up your chakras close them properly how to manage yeah. them and how to manage everything else you're going to have to learn to manage in order to work for them she said the qualified teacher Echo Bodine, who is the most well-known spiritual teacher, as far as I'm concerned, in the Midwest. Her psychic development class starts tonight. I highly suggest <laughs> you go. Divine intervention happened again. Long story short, when I attended her classes, everything for me changed from then on out. My students in that class kept calling upon me for readings. I was in demand by them. And then shortly after my guys put me out in the workplace, 
doing readings, mediumship, and personal readings, and ghost jobs, and psychic deductive jobs, and hands-on healing, and it actually um, accelerated very quickly for me after that point. As far as the oracle part, throughout the years, as I excelled with all of the lessons and the tests, and I did not know that the experiences I was going through were actually lessons, tests, and initiations. Right. I advanced myself up to a higher level with my abilities and my gifts. So in the beginning, they didn't use the word oracle. They used the word a medium primarily um, and spiritual teacher. And because people understand the word psychic, they added psychic onto the marketing. They also, from the very beginning, however, they're showing me, did ask me to include who I truly am, which is a master level channeler. I did include that, which was so unique. Being uncomfortable, being so unique, I had to fight through that feeling of being unusual in that aspect, but they, again, helped me overcome that fear of being so unique and also that it is so unusual and unique to have someone developed at a master level channeler on earth that it was pretty much um, non-negotiable. So that was yeah. on the mind from the very beginning. Throughout the years, when I proved myself through accomplishing what they asked me to accomplish, delivering difficult messages on the blog, doing the difficult missions, such as the ghost jobs, the exorcisms, the group readings, when people want to lie, deny, and discount, mm -hmm. private readings, the same thing. And I've proven my bravery, also my level of honesty, my level of not backing down when people would deny and discount my obedience when they would ask me to do this. And even though I was miserably uncomfortable in the very beginning, I still obeyed and I still did the missions that they asked me to do. They advanced me throughout the years, which is what allowed me ultimately to hold that title of being who I am in heaven, which is an oracle, a true living oracle which is different than someone who is considered psychic medium. It's a, it's a ranking, they explained to me. Look at it like if I hadn't done well with my lessons, my tests, my initiations, my virtues, my level of purity, they wouldn't have advanced me and allowed me to be who I am in heaven here on earth. They would have let me and made me be more of the earthling it's because I excelled is why they allowed me to and I'm explaining this actually in writing currently right now which will be on the website which is going to probably say it more clearly than I can right now because it's actually kind of a long thing God and Jesus have allowed me to live my life here on earth more of who I actually am in heaven because I've excelled. If I hadn't excelled, they would have capped me off and kept me at a lower ranking. 
So it's been your, it's been your reward for all of your hard work and fighting through moments of maybe insecurity and, um, and being scared in certain situations. So you've been rewarded, which results in your ranking being moved up. And then when they finally revealed to you that you're a true living Oracle here on earth. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's insecurities. I would say it's more of the, um, the fears and the reservations of the people sure. um, discounting you and possibly slandering you when they don't want to accept hearing the messages that are being delivered. And then you're stuck with, but that's the message you got. I'm right. not telling you what I think. I'm telling you exactly what your guys and angels are telling you is what is coming in your path it's that level of bravery that it isn't um a job that is about people pleasing it is a job about delivering exactly what heaven is asking a messenger to deliver to an earthling which i know is for their greater good and then having that courage and that strength to deliver exactly what it is and how they want it delivered and having the strength to deal with the negativity that humans can put on a messenger by acting out either in front of them or behind their backs when they don't like the messages that they get sometimes. It's more that discomfort, actually. Yeah. Which is, I think, a very human thing to feel. I think we would all feel the same way if we were in that same situation so that absolutely makes sense oh i i'm i know 99.999 percent people would even if they want to deny it absolutely yeah is also seeing the high level of sacrifices that i've had to make throughout the years too in order to attain um the the ranking that i've attained when they've asked me to meditate an hour a day i did it no questions asked, no arguing. That meant more sacrifices had to be made, less time with social activities, outings, sacrificing even eating meals, sacrificing even exercise. There's a lot more discipline and a lot more restrictions that are put on me than than how I lived before. I embraced who I actually truly am in the mission that I'm here to complete. If I hadn't done the high level of work for them, I wouldn't have excelled in my ascension process. I would have either could have stagnated or could have even like gone downhill, gone the other direction. Sure. So it sounds like it's been really life-changing in every single aspect of your life, but for, for the better, because you're helping so many people. I'm helping so many people. And one of the most fascinating aspects for me is with every level that I've advanced in my ascension process, and they've graduated me up from the beginning years of, we'll call it the psychic medium chapters to the called upon Oracle for Jesus to then the regular to then the principal, then also 
being allowed to work as the regular and the principal for Mary, then for Buddha. This is all in addition to Kuan Yin. With all of these, and they're called advancements, and they're called also promotions, I'm allowed to see them longer. I'm allowed to exist closer to them. So I live in a state where I live highly by their side, the four ascended masters, as well as being a principal oracle, oracle for God himself. So I live in a completely unique, different state than a traditional earthling does. One minute I'm here with people and it's not even the next minute I'm connected in there with the five of them. I'm connected in there with the five of them still at the same time, but really soon afterwards, that level of connectivity turns into full-blown advanced communications, either for mm -hmm. me personally, or most often messages that they're calling upon me to deliver for them. So it's paid off. Like it, I would never trade it for anything. God said at one point um, during my promotion of becoming a principal oracle for him that I had proven myself to him. And those were as part of the quoted long message he gave to me. And then he explained to me, I had proven my faithfulness and my devotion to him and to Jesus, as well as to Mary and Buddha and Jesus. And because of that, he is raising me up to a state of living in a much, much, much more closely connected state with the four of them and with him for the rest of my days on earth. So it's, um, and then I get rings. I get wedding rings when I make the advancements. Um, the wedding rings are symbols of their love, their commitment, their devotion, as well as my love, commitment, and devotion to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's something where when that happens, um, Jesus is showing me right now with each advancement, I literally exist closer to them as in now you're only two inches from Jesus. Now you're only three inches from God. So when that happens, that means you're allowed to receive more visitations from them and see them more and hear longer messages from them and also work for them more. So that's so beautiful. And I think that kind of really begs the question, do they ever let you have a break? Yeah, it's, um, it is demanding. Like, it's, yeah. like, I don't get the breaks like you think I get. Like, I, I think I get to have a break here. And lo and behold, they'll have me push through something. Like, I actually asked for, I actually asked for my mailer that's due next week to be pushed the next week because I'm really trying to finish the assignment that they gave to me to finish for the website. But oh. I was given a very important mission for this mailer. And I thought it could wait. Jesus appeared to me and he had his hand on my back. And he said, 
and he had his hand on my back and I saw his face and he said, I'm going to help you write it and see it through. And he just pushed me through it. And then he showed me when I sit down, he's going to just channel it and help me finish it quicker and faster because it's that important for him and for God to get yeah. this next mailer out. I now yeah. understand why it's more important. So they do let me have breaks, but I live in, he just showed me. And when I deliver the break, I think I need, what will happen is I'll get a reward. So I'll get, um, I'll get the reward of a, a more advanced healing from him where he will put back that energy and it will be like, he will take away my appetite. So I won't need to either eat like breakfast or lunch or snacks. He'll put back energy um, after I recover from the drain of channeling. And it will be like the feeling of literally blissfulness when I'm allowed to work for him uh -huh. and God at a whole different level, like uncomparable to anything else. So I get this reward of feeling this sensation of literally euphoria and then also getting these very advanced healings afterwards. So the breaks I think I need are replaced with actually sure. these rewards. And so I just yeah. have to keep reminding myself, I live in what's called a very suspended state of just trusting. I may think I want this, but okay, if they want this, just trust and know that what they want is ultimately going to end up being for my greater good. And so the answer is always to just obey. I think that's a really, really, really good point. Now you mentioned your mailers, which by the way, for anyone listening, you can go to oraclemarine.com and in that, in her, on her website, you can subscribe to her, um, her newsletters, which I find very enlightening, very educational, um, very informative. Now, Oracle Marine, you had sent one out a little while back talking about Hollywood and the negativity surrounding television and movies. Um, and I know that we've talked in class in addition to the negative television shows and movies, but also just the negative energy that can emit from television and social media, our phones, our computers. Um, I wanted to bring this up because I guess really just as an example of something that you've communicated out in your mailers, can you help give insight to people listening on, and, and like, you know, this, po this podcast focuses on the positive side of the paranormal and, and the supernatural, which I think is important because there are so many negative television shows and, and whatnot out there. Can you help enlighten people on that subject matter? Yeah. So like what? Which specific question do you have, June? Oh, gosh. I know I kind of just threw a lot at you. Threw a lot, and this is your podcast, so I kind of want to answer you until they give me something. Sure. So can you um, enlighten people on why Hollywood has turned so negative? Yeah. So, okay. Unfortunately, and again... People I know don't want to hear this message and I totally get it. The reality is there just really are so many demons, unfortunately, around and on our planet, A, to begin with, 
And right now there are so many more demons on planet earth. God showed me and explained to me because of the war happening in the Ukraine and Russia, that act of the war has displeased God so much that God has dropped a level of his protection around the planet and then around the humans who are committing the acts of violence, especially the war crimes. When God suspends his gift of protection, his gift of protection is, think, an energetic barrier that goes around a human and around the planet and also around our animals that protects us from the negative entities, which are the demons, the negative aliens, the ghosts, and they've also shown me there's other categories. My guys have called them freaks, beasts, and creatures. So there's actually more than just demons and ghosts and even negative aliens. Because the war has displeased God, there is a higher infiltration of, we're going to call it more malice entities of all of these groups. They have been influencing Hollywood as well as so many other people, unfortunately, in the world. But with Hollywood, they're influencing the people putting out the movies and the TV shows, which then brings it into people's homes, which then exposes the families and the children to a higher level of negativity than what this world is already exposing itself to. Uh -huh. When I was in the process of receiving these visions for that mission, he showed me he showed me the producers and he showed me the people writing these movies, creating this content. And he showed me how the demons, plural, are literally right on their back, standing right behind them, right in them, that they're literally controlling their minds, their emotions, and literally merging in and out of them at a possessed level, getting them to write it, getting them to think it think it, getting them to execute it, but they're not consciously aware that they're being controlled, manipulated, right. used by the demons or the negative aliens, whichever it is. And so it's creating another, we'll call it side effect, that's causing God to become even more displeased with earthlings because now they're taking in this negative vibration, these thoughts, these behaviors, these feelings in the houses and especially around the youth. So they're not acting on their own when they're doing this like they think they are. So when uh -huh. these producers and these writers are coming up with it, they think they're brilliant. They think this is all their idea. I've seen multiple times, absolutely not. The inspiration is actually coming from the source of typically multiple negative entities. 
So it sounds like what people like what the average person can do is to not watch those television shows and those movies that advocate for the negative side of whatever the subject matter is. Is there more that the average person can do to protect themselves from that type of situation? So I think you're talking about protecting yourself from becoming possessed, protecting yourself from like basically becoming courted to a negative entity. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what you can do to protect yourself from becoming courted, which is the level of possession down to full-on possession is by not engaging in watching any of those shows can guarantee you God has shown me because he's so displeased with them because God does not want them on our planet because they cause humans to act violent towards one another, hurt each other, kill each other, hurt the animals, kill the animals, etc. It is to disconnect from anything connected to anything demonic, negative alien on any level, or again, the freaks, the creatures, the beasts. If you do take it in, know, again, God is going to take his hand and he's going to lift it from you and withhold the gift of protection that he could give to you, which if he does that is going to allow that human to become potentially courted at some level. I know people don't want to hear this, but this is the sad reality. It's important, I think, to talk about. It is because more people have become um, courted because of it. When I would say the war was in a full swing, God came to me and said he was asking me to do more exorcisms because more people are becoming possessed because there are more demons on the earth now because of the war. And then shortly after that was when I received, I would say a handful of months, the message about Hollywood. And he showed me, here's an example. It's showing up here at this level. And now it's going to go into people's houses and it's going to continue. And I've continued to receive messages from him to do everything in my power to continue to exercise Every courted and possessed person I'm capable of doing in addition to all of the other work I'm doing. So it's actually one of the top priorities for me right now because there are so many possessed people. And this is, they're showing me one door on how the demons get access into infiltrating a human is from their participation of watching these kinds of shows also the video games of the demons and the negative entities it's not gonna be like one show it's gonna be like multiple shows Uh so okay so you mentioned you know performing exorcisms and it's not something that you and I even you know offline have talked about really in depth so so when when you are being called to perform an exorcism on somebody Is it because God is telling you exactly who needs the exorcism and you go to them or does somebody somehow contact you and ask for their loved one to be exercised? Can you walk us through how that works for you a little bit? Yeah, it's typically the person has to contact me or their loved one contacts me. So, and I know exorcism is like a scary word to use. A lot of times I will use the word 
a ceremony. So a ceremony is my code word for it because when you say exorcism, people have that stigma. They want to shut down a little bit and don't want to be yeah. associated with it. But sure. the reality is Jesus told me when so many people were being resistant to accepting it, he gave me this huge vision and he explained to me that when you're courted, you are possessed. What the difference is, is at what level are you possessed? So you can be courted, possessed, or in the process of becoming possessed, which is the process of becoming courted. At what level? Think beginning, moderate, or advanced. Uh -huh. I don't go looking for work. They have to come to me. Sure. So they come to me or their friends or family come to me. Um, the reason I'll use the word exorcism sometimes is because heaven is asking me to use the word exorcism because they want people to understand it's time to stop living in denial about this. It's time to be honest because there's been such a disconnect from the truth that there really is, there really is demons. There really is a Satan. There really is God. There really is Jesus. God and Jesus are the ones that are going to save you from the demons and Satan. Right. People nowadays have shifted so far away from the truth. I just heard there really is the Ten Commandments. They've shifted into too much of a new age mentality, too much of a free thinking mentality that it's getting them into trouble. So they're having me use the actual accurate words to get people back into an honest state is why I use the word exorcism. Also to get them to work on the process of their possession. So after possession, we put people in a, a process where they have to continue to do specific prayers and meditations and mantras and other things in order to earn God and Jesus's mercy and grace and forgiveness so that their shield becomes gifted back to them from God and Jesus. So exorcism, ceremony, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's actually really amazing. It's difficult for me. It's really difficult, actually. Um, I take a hit a lot of times. There is not an easy job at all. Um, but when I do it afterwards, I feel really good because I have helped somebody in an amazing way that not a lot of people have that gift or ability to be able to do. So now have you, have you, have you found that when you perform the ceremony or the exorcism that the person is, um, what I guess I'll use the word healed. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but do they, are they healed or is this something that needs to occur? Is it a series that occurs over, over a period of time? Um, or is it a one and done situation? It is. No, it is rarely a one and done. Um, after I did a handful of them, God gave me the brutal truth. He said, he woke me up and he gave me a long vision. 
And he said the typical possession takes about two years to actually fully get delivered. So the first time the person will feel a lot of relief. So Jesus and God will push the demon. Typically it's demons. Typically it's more than one out. And if they're not all the way in, like if there's a couple in, but there's also a couple that are, are right next to the human, they'll push it out or away. And the person will get immediate relief after the ceremony. But if they don't, here's the word people don't like to hear me use, obey what Jesus has given me to give to them, which is the work, um, which is the prayers, which is all the acts that they have to do to work on creating faithfulness to Jesus and God, to work on attaining forgiveness for the mistakes that they made that created the possession. Possession does not just happen randomly. There's a reason that it does happen. They have to work on attaining, being forgiven for the sins and the mistakes that they made that caused their shield to drop, to get possessed. They have to do that. If they are faithful and they do that, then they might not need another ceremony for three, four, five months in a perfect world. Mm -hmm. If they go back to that addiction that they were doing, to the atheism and the addiction that they were doing, they go right back to the lower level ethical things that they were doing. But what happened? Mm -hmm. That shield that God and Jesus gifted them with, and I worked really hard to help create for them. And those demons I helped push out with Jesus and his hand on my hand will be allowed to come right back into them and stronger. And then we're back at square one. So the reason it takes typically two years is it's kind of like people have to get out of denial about behaviors that they were doing that is what actually caused the possession. It's not going to happen to somebody who's sitting there sinless not making mistakes and is in God good's graces. Anyone that's in that position has an amazing psychic shield around them, protecting them from all these negative entities. That's the reality. So it all depends if they're willing to be honest and humble and do the work. And if they're not, we're back at it again. So um, there's a consequence. There's a consequence. So I educate people. It's typically a two-year process, and this is why. So if you don't want to see me again quickly, and if you don't want to take in two years, then take all this work I'm giving to you seriously and do the work. So it's not something that we want to see people living in this condition of on any level. It it affects everything. It affects their their mind. It diminishes their mental capacity. It puts people sometimes even in a state of complete, um, crazy, chaotic thinking, not just depression. Jesus and God have shown me certain levels of um, mental crazy states are completely the result of possession, not even mental illness. It puts people in, in an emotional decline where that suicidal thinking never would be happening if it wasn't for the demon making them think and desire suicide. It puts them in a violent state of acting out and being abusive verbally, emotionally, physically to their spouse, to their child, to the world, i.e. war crimes. 
Um, yeah. It affects the person on every single level, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and typically on all or multiple levels of that person. And until they're exercised and the demons are out, they're going to continue to be highly negative, violent, or abusive, deceptive, um, in trouble with the law, i.e. doing dirty things. So, And that's really scary too, I think, not only having the, the courting or the possession and having all these negative behaviors, but also the person not being able to possibly know that there's even a problem happening or right. why it, or why it's happening. And so I think the last thing on a person's list on why all these things are happening would be possession. They're in you know, denial. They're in yeah. denial. They're prideful. And it's, it's a very, very, very difficult it's a very difficult situation because what happens is their pride gets in the way they want to deny it. They don't want friends and family to know about it, even though they know, because I, I know they can hear the demons talking to them, defaming them, and they can hear a separate voice and they know it, but then they deny it. But then when the possession happens, they'll get in a mentally chaotic state where they really can't discern their thinking and their feelings from the entity once it's made that full possessed state it's heartbreaking when i yeah. have people i know on a personal level become possessed it has caused me so much pain and anguish because they've reached a level of um just mental irrational instability and they can't discern it and one day all of a sudden they can and then all of a sudden i've lost them then they can't and it's because the demon has taken over them it is it is unbelievably heartbreaking so it's something that i wish people would be more accepting of because once someone is delivered from them and they're out of that human that person gets their own mind back their own emotions back they get their yeah. soul back. They're back yeah. to themselves. But the more people deny it, the more they're walking around on earth, not being them. And the more people around that quarter person are playing games and saying that it's this when they know it's not, that it really is this ugly thing, possession, which it really shouldn't be ugly. It should just be a neutral matter of the fact thing. And let's just get that person help. They're making it worse. So that's also kind of why I've gotten a bigger backbone of, of just, let's just say it, let's call it out. Let's just heal the people. Because once they have them out, they have such a huge relief. You know, I, I saw, here's some examples. And one exorcism that I did on somebody who was complaining of extraordinary head pain before and then during the exorcism. Jesus opened up with well, my physical eyes so wide. I saw the demon literally sitting on this person's shoulders and took a nail and was taking the nail and was stabbing this person right in the head. And that's why this person was complaining of extraordinary pain. When the exorcism was over, this person had no more head pain. When I'm doing the exorcisms, what's happening to me is they're taking daggers. They're stabbing me. They're stabbing the person. 
Jesus, Kuang Yin, Mary, Buddha, and Michael are there the entire time immediately. But it takes a while for them to get a shield strong enough to fight multiple demons with weapons around me, okay? And the situation. They have allowed me to see what's really happening. So I'll see the demons take typically these jagged daggers and they will start stabbing me and they'll stab me in my private areas and they'll typically stab me in my heart and then they'll stab oh. me in my head and they'll do everything to weaken me to get me to not do it. And I'll have to endure pain on and off until all of a sudden Jesus has got the shield so superior. Finally, I don't feel anything anymore. So when people are possessed, a lot of times they're suffering also with physical ailments. And those physical ailments are because these demons are actually taking weapons and they're hurting them. Once Jesus showed me that, I went, oh my gosh. Then I became more devoted. And once they showed me yeah. the mental part of it, I became more devoted to it, helping people. And it's um, once I got to see when Jesus, because he's right, his hand is right on my hand. Once he puts his hand on mine and he pushes that entity out of that human and I see it shift out, it's like <laughs> success. It's yeah. like it's this feeling of you fought this battle for like an hour or two hours and you know this person suffered for the last two, three, five years. You just feel like victory. So it's, it's highly rewarding. I remember wow. when in my ascension process, and this was the period where I was a regular Oracle for Jesus. And this was when I started seeing demons all the time. And I was so confused. I'm like, why am I seeing demons around people all the time? I don't know what to make of this. I didn't know if I should tell like any of my friends, I'd freak them out. And kind of kept it to myself I kind of tell my daughters and I'm like what and they were just introducing me how many demons that they're they're unfortunately just really are on earth and then at one point after I saw them for like I would say about two years three years then I was sleeping and Jesus woke me up with this huge vision and he took it was my left hand I think and all of a sudden I was sleeping and he took my left hand and he went and then he put a leather cuff and he slapped it on my left wrist and it had a cross etched on it and he said you have been given the gift of protection by God and Jesus you have worked with me for many 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 incarnations driving the demons out of people it is time I'm calling upon you to do it now again. And I laid there going, oh boy. <laughs> and then he yeah. showed a vision of me standing right by his side, a few inches away. That was when I was a regular. So right now I'm two inches away. So that was probably when I was like maybe a, a foot away, side by side and wearing what's called a spiritual warfare outfit. It looks like a military outfit. Um, and there's no weapons. 
on our outfits. Like there's no weapons. There's no place to put a weapon. And he explained to me, and he was taking me to have amnesia. And I remember thinking, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Who, nah, uh, who wants to do that? I'll just talk to grandma in heaven. I'll go yeah. find um, I'm good with finding missing people or car keys, or I'll, I'll tell you when you're going to get your next job or soulmate. I, I don't want to do that. Right. And so, you know, he spent quite a while letting me know, nope, you've actually been anointed with what's called the gift of protection which is someone who's a chosen one by him and God who's been given the gift to deliver the demons. And then he explained to me afterwards, which is the ones who can actually get the demons out of people, which other people that do exorcisms, if they don't have that gift, they can't. And mm -hmm. so it took me a while to embrace that. Eventually I did. And so I focused on obeying pleasing God and Jesus, and now saving the souls, the people here who need that kind of relief because it is so serious. Yeah. Well, it sounds like what you're doing is obviously very important and very rewarding work. Now, switching gears a little, I wanted to make sure, since you are an oracle for the four ascended masters, do any of the ascended masters today have a message that they would like for you to channel? Okay, let's see what they have to say. That means I got to sit up a little bit more. I have to get ready. Buddha hmm. is on my left side right now. He just put his arm all the way around me right now buddha has a message that he would like shared he he told me that he was before he channels he was saying that he's pleased that we've covered this level of enlightenment that it's a difficult topic and one that the earthlings are in a high level of denial about and that there is too much of an immature mentality here on earth and that that mentality is going to prohibit their level of enlightenment that they're going to achieve in their incarnation here as well as alter the quality of life that they're going to have there is such a strong disconnect from your source of life your creator god we the ascended masters i buddha speak on behalf of them today through our chosen oracle marine hope that you learn from her our teachings our wisdom that unless 
you fully embrace your creator and a path that honors, respects, and obeys your creator's wishes above all others, as well as the rules that he designed your planet to live by your afterlife, as well as your incarnations will always continue to be unsatisfying and lack the joy, happiness, and peace that you could otherwise attain. Enlightenment is what the Ascended Masters wish for you to achieve during your incarnation, your time here on earth so that when you leave your body and make it to your life review, you have a better chance of making it through heaven's doorway as well as finally being fully released from your karmic debt, from having to continue to incarnate again and repeat your karmic cycles here on earth. We want you to experience nirvana, paradise, your eternal life in heaven but living in a stunted, unevolved state will not help you achieve that. Wisdom, obedience, listening to the wishes and obeying the wishes of your creator, source of life, divine, all-loving, all-knowing, all-forgiving, the one who made your soul, who gave you the opportunity to come here to evolve, is what your ultimate goal was when you created your path amnesia prevents you from remembering all of this. We are pleased if you listen to our messages through her and connect back in to your higher self so that you can complete the rest of your time here on earth holding a higher mission for yourself outside of the pleasures of the material world and seek instead 
enlightenment so that you can finally be free and clear of your karmic rebirth cycles on earth, which we must impress on you is not the desirable state to exist in. Remember this, your rewards, your blessings, your true joys exist in heaven above. You are being tested every day here. We are trying our best to penetrate your walls, your limited thinking, your stubborn streaks, your unwillingness to help remind you of this and to help you see this more clearly. Please take to heart our message today as well as all of the messages we have shared through Oracle Marine as well as all of the messages we have given to her throughout all of the years that she has been ours here on earth. Buddha, that was beautiful. Thank you for that. That was really insightful message. And I think ultimately a good reminder for all of us. So thank you. Oracle Marine, I wanted to also ask you for anyone listening that wishes to somehow develop a closer relationship with Jesus and God, what would you recommend for someone who, to take those first steps? I would recommend I'd re, I would recommend a Bible Bible study class. I would recommend reading the Bible. I would recommend going to church. I would recommend meditating and putting yourself in a state of praying to them and being willing to embrace what you hear, think, feel, know back. However, with that being said, I also can't stress enough that taking a psychic development class and really understanding your psychic abilities and how they work is crucial on when you receive communications from the other side, because you can also get tricked. So I would say devotion. Those are all ways of showing them devotion. And once you open that door of devotion to them, then you're going to slowly start to build a connection and a link with them. The more you show them devotion, the more they're going to give you back. Well, I can attest to that. Definitely. You've like, I've explained before and our listeners know you've absolutely changed my life. And a big part of that is the Bible class that I take with you and the psychic development classes that I've been taking with you. I mean, it's for me, 
I mean, everyone, I think their experiences will be different, but for me, it's absolutely been life-changing. And because of it, I feel a much closer connection with God and Jesus for myself personally. So I think everything you recommended, I can attest to and say, yes, do all of these things. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, th- I think the reason that you're feeling that and you're uh, you're receiving that is because you're doing that. You're giving them devotion. And when yeah. you give them devotion, they're going to give more back to you. So I don't think people understand that what Jesus and Kuan Yin taught me in the very beginning. And then when I started receiving more messages from God, God taught me this as well. They taught me that they, and Mary taught me this too. She's holding my hand and she taught me this very strongly. They give their blessings and their gifts much more strongly to those that show them devotion. Those that don't show them devotion, they give much lower level, much, much lower level. And sometimes not at all that it's actually a it's a much more work reward um situation than what people think people think here on earth to me and a very young mentality they think they're entitled to the gifts and the rewards and the help from jesus yeah. and god just because the reality is not even close but when you please them through devotion then you've jesus has told me you've inspired him you've inspired them to want to give to you that's what we have to do that's what devotion does devotion inspires them to want to give to you all of the things that they're capable of giving to us their gifts their blessings and their miracles and they're looking for that so it's not what people think it's so much more strict is my word strict and deliberate and um there's a reason for that. It's to keep us in alignment with them. And it's to keep us from straying and going into areas that are not wise or healthy for, for us to be thinking or living or behaving in. So that's part of what's behind the devotion to them. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. know they know what's best for us. So Right. I think that absolutely makes sense for sure. I know we're getting, you know, short on time, but there was one more thing I wanted to ask. I mean, gosh, Oracle Marine, I could talk to you for days, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there's one more question. I definitely wanted to ask you, you recently helped me. And the reason I'm asking this question is because there's a lot of talk in the paranormal community about doppelgangers. And you recently helped me with what I thought was a doppelganger situation, but you enlightened me and it was not, it was someone else's soul traveling out of their body. And I was allowed to see it. It was not a doppelganger. It was nothing scary, nothing Mm -hmm. negative. Can you help explain the difference between a true doppelganger versus soul travel? Yeah, I think, I think people are getting tripped up by doppelgangers. I think there's so much more soul travel that happens more than the doppelganger situation way more the doppelganger situation I started experiencing um soul travel back I mean we're talking like over 15 years ago um with I was 
I was sitting down tired from work and I was doing echoes, healing with the angels, guided meditation, literally sitting on my bed, wide awake. And all of a sudden I saw her walk in my bedroom and put her hands on me and give me a healing. And I went, oh, wow. What? And she looked just like Echo, but I could see through her. Just like when I see, like when I do mediumship and I see the people come through and my guys told me her soul is coming to give you a healing. She's completely alive. She's in Minneapolis. And they're showing me how we actually live um, soul traveling and was also called multidimensional, especially messengers. And my guys told me I was allowed that reward because I had worked all day doing all of my psychic, medium, spiritual teaching work. And because I was one of her students before I started working and they wanted to teach me this. I had broken up with a boyfriend not that much long afterwards. And I was really sad. I come home from work and I was sad. I'm sitting on the edge of my bed I see him walk into my bedroom and he hands me red roses and was filled with sadness and telling me he still loves me, he still loves me, but it has to be this way for him right now. And I could see right through him, like I could see right through Echo. And I was like, you're at your job right now. It's four o'clock. You're on the other end of town at your job. What? Again, (laughs) same thing, soul travel. So I could go on and on and on and on. Um, The doppelganger, I mean, right now I'm hearing the Ascended Master saying they just want to focus really on the soul travel and the the soul's ability to leave the body even when it's doing whatever it's doing in the location it's at. So the doppelganger, um, it's, they're telling me it's really going to be a matter of that soul just leaving that body for a matter of seconds. And it can go right back. It, it's going to go back. Just think, I just heard at the speed of light. So we come and we go really quickly. They showed me one sign of it is when those two souls did that, they're their physical bodies, what they probably were doing, they could have been either asleep or they could have been sitting and just all of a sudden dazed off. Yeah. So they were doing something where they weren't like actively talking really busy. They were in kind of a a dazed state. And all of a sudden, five minutes later, they're that that human is back to being like connected to themselves i think that's so interesting yeah they're actually literally shutting the door even on doppelganger right now and wanting you to just understand it really is going to be that soul leaving the body more than actually being a doppelganger yeah so that should hopefully anyone listening who may have had what they thought was a doppelganger experience hopefully it will maybe ease their mind a little bit and then it wasn't something so negative and scary after all yeah yeah if they saw what you saw which was a clear vision of somebody that you saw which yeah. was exactly that person yeah it was literally that person's soul that just 
it's it's called out of body travel, out of body travel, and it's also called multi dimensional um, living. We do it all the time. Yeah, I can also attest for it. My younger daughter is very spiritually gifted. Also, she would see me when I'm in the kitchen and see my body over you know another area outside often when she was little and be confused, and she's like, what? So I mean. It, there's a lot of experiences I could go on. So, so it sounds like we just multitask all the time. We, we do. We leave our bodies yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Oracle Marine, this has been truly such a treat for me. And I really do appreciate your time, the time and effort from the Ascended Masters as well. I will forever be in your classroom as long as you will have me. So this really was such a blessing for me personally to be able to do this with you today. So thank you. My pleasure, June. I love having you in my class. So my pleasure. So thank you. So tell everyone how they can reach you. I know we mentioned your website, oraclemarine.com. Yeah. And then you're also on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I've obviously done my homework. You also recently started a YouTube channel. Yeah. I have a YouTube channel. So in your YouTube, I just want to tell everybody in your YouTube channel, you um, explain different things about psychic abilities. You explain your connection with God and the Ascended Masters. In other videos, you have some guided meditations. You have videos regarding, um, I think there's a video, the war in Ukraine. There's a, so it's a variety of topics Yeah, right. under the under the umbrella, I think, of religion and spirituality. So if anybody wants to check out your YouTube channel, can they just, do they just search Oracle Marine and yeah, it will just, pop up? Yeah. And you just said it really nicely, June. It's um, a combination of both um, religious and spiritual. So it covers a wide range of topics, whatever the four of them want covered, actually the five of them. Um, and then guided meditations as well. So yeah. And it's Oracle Marine. Yeah. At any of those places, YouTube, Instagram, and the website. And you Wonderful. mentioned- Bible study. I do have a new Bible study starting um, September 18th. And we are going to start with the book of Revelation. Um, this Bible study is the third Monday of the month. And this is a monthly Bible study. If we finish Revelation, um, we'll move on to whatever God and Jesus want to do next. I think this one is for maybe 10 months, I believe. So Yes. And I'm signed up for that. One thing quick that really just came into my mind that we have not touched on at all is you have a nonprofit called Angels Among Us Foundation, where you focus on helping relieve the suffering of animals and humans on the planet. So I wanted to, to mention that angelsamongusfoundation.org is the website. Yeah. And, and the Profits that you receive go to charity. So I just, I wanted to make sure we mentioned those two things too. Yeah. Thank you so much. So really quickly, um, I received a visitation from Kuan Yin. Um, she was standing at the foot of my bed. I was sitting up with a horrible migraine one evening and told me she wanted me to start a charity for her to help ease the suffering in the world. I was completely blown away. I'm like, what? I don't know anything about a charity. She yeah. gave me a really long message. The whole time she kept giving me visions about, I kept seeing starving children in Africa. 
and the suffering and I kept feeling her sadness and feeling her pain and then she would say things like we here in the United States can't truly comprehend the level of suffering that exists in third world countries and the experience went on for quite a long time it continued for about a week or two where she would visit me again when I was trying to accept this and then she actually gave me the name Angels Among Us Foundation that first visitation um, it took about two weeks and then I said, as you wish. And then I started the charity and all the causes they give to me, they wake me up in the middle of the night. They give me brutally painful, long movie level visions showing me the truth behind horse racing is this, the truth behind um, dog fighting is this, et cetera, et cetera. The truth yeah. behind um the starvation level in India, in Africa, really is this. And then my job is I actually work for them. I work for the four ascended masters and God. I'm to deliver exactly what they want delivered here to enlighten mankind and to inspire people to step up and help the suffering. Um, and then with me, all of my prophets go right to charity all of my spiritual work i don't profit on any level god is taking care of my financial needs in other ways so all of my work literally helps he says charity so um you can feel good knowing that if you attend a class a group reading a guided meditation those profits go to whatever current cause i'm working on you can also feel good knowing that humans here tend to want to lie to make a dollar and so they'll shade and they'll position things that this really isn't hurting the horses this isn't really hurting animals testing on them for makeup etc god and the scented masters will show me this is brutality this is torture this is hurting so you have a choice now of who to believe so like a, yeah. an investigative reporter is one title that they'll show me i am with both the business mailer and with the charity they'll show me the truth is you're being lied to this is really what's happening and people should know and then make their choice because supporting these harmful things being done to the animals and then also not helping people who are truly suffering on the planet is going to create negative karma for the humans so one of my missions is also to enlighten people that you will want to not do something that is hurting someone because you're going to create negative karma. You're also going to not want to hoard and hang on to all your money. You're going to want to give it to someone who really does need it because hanging on to it, they have shown me is going to create negative karma for you. So that's one of my missions with the charity. They showed me it's actually to help protect people and give them an opportunity to help them with their karma when they leave here. God has shown me he counts every single penny. He gifts his children here on earth. And when they don't spend his pennies that he's gifted them wisely, there is a negative karmic consequence with that. And so to look at my charity as a way to save and protect them from making mistakes and to position it like that as well. So I went, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and I think too, for, I, I really encourage everyone listening to go to both 
your website, oraclemarine.com and angelsamongusfoundation.org, because I feel like all of your messages and the way that everything is explained is so beautifully written on both websites. And so I I think you do, you and the Ascended Masters, because I know that they assist you, do an excellent job of explaining the horse racing topic, for example, or um, right now I know that uh, AAUF is working on helping the homeless in Sudan, Africa. And so everything truly is so beautifully explained. And I just want everyone to really know that. And I encourage everyone to check out both websites because there's so much insightful information. And once you know it, you can't unknow it. So yeah, you do, you do have a choice. Who are you going to believe? Who are you going to support? Yeah. Are you going to make changes? You know, if you were once really into horse racing and then you get educated on the topic, you're going to think twice before you maybe yeah, do or do not get back into horse in the horse racing. So Support it. just yeah. very insightful information. So I, I, I go to your websites all the time. Cause I'm like, Oh, what's new. I need to read what's new what's happening. So I love it. Thank you. One thing they show me really quickly too. People don't really understand unless they hear me say it. It's actually really hard for me to write all the abuses on the charities website. And then also all the really difficult, hard messages on the business website. Like it's difficult when I'm done, I'm rewarded big time. So when I'm done, um, Jesus or God will typically put either a gold star on my chest, on my heart. They'll put a blue ribbon on my heart. Um, they will sometimes give me a, a bouquet of, of flowers. Um, I'll always get a healing. If I have a headache, I'll get a miraculous healing from a headache. Um, I always get, I'll get gold coins put into my hand. Gold coins are representative of blessings. You've earned three blessings for your courage to do this. So I'm actually rewarded with gifts and blessings from them. So it isn't what I think what some people might want to think, which is what girls just out there. Not, 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 not. Yeah. Not girl was spot on inaccurate, no being, and letting them use me to deliver their message. And I got a big reward for it, by the way. And also, all of that difficulty, those hardships, the uncomfortableness has led me up the ladder in my ascension process. Right. So, yeah. So. I know. Well, thank you. This has been such an interesting conversation. I hope that you'll come back someday for another conversation. Thank you so much, Oracle Marine. I really appreciate your time today. My pleasure, June. Thank you so much for having me on.